to see the demon in you doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. down welcome back to the fuck this shit podcast it's your boy dre back again as always we start the podcast the same way thank you for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker i'm sure you notice that you can hear background noise right now because i fucked up while i was recording the fucking podcast and doubled up the audio for the first four minutes on the podcast which is cool because the majority of the podcast is intact and you're gonna get all of that but all of the intro shit where I'm like, click the description in the bio for all of the stuff for how you contact people. I love the subscribers more than I love everybody else because they give me money and they get stuff before y'all and all that other shit. That shit is gone. But all that stuff that's in the show notes and all that is always there as always. But I'm, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I'm, uh, I'm watching the Lakers and the Clippers right now. And I'm not about to redo four minutes of me genuinely introducing a podcast with like me trying to pretend redo it i'm just gonna do this right here and then what you about to hear is the real nigga story time music and then you about to get the podcast from here on out love y'all peace story real nigga story time So, I told y'all about going to the doctor. I told y'all your boy got high cholesterol now, which is ass, right? You know what I'm saying? Because once they tell you something like that, you start really analyzing yourself and you like, bro, of course I have high cholesterol. I stay eating like shit. I got to eat better than this. I know better. I got to do better. I work on my feet, but I'm still not active like I used to be. So it's like, you know what? I ain't even about to trip. I'm about to get in my bag. I'm about to tackle this whole cholesterol shit. And I'm about to get back right. Mentally, that's where I am, right? So on top of not having went to the doctor in a long time, a nigga ain't been to the dentist in a long time. Preface, I've never had a cavity. So... I'm not really tripping on the fact that I haven't been to the dentist because I've always had such good oral health. I guess that's really the only way to put it. So being that I've never had a cavity, I I don't really have any issues with the dentist. I go, I, you know what I'm saying? I used to go all the time. I got grown. And I did that thing grown people do where they stop doing the things that their mama used to do for them. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing too, uh, nothing too crazy. Um, so when I go in, first of all, my stupid ass, I'm not paying attention to my my phone and I get the the message. It's like the confirmation. Like you got an appointment coming up Thursday, you know, make sure you come and type of shit. I don't even really read the the uh, message. And what happened was when I called to make the appointment, I had to make it for a ways out. It was like five or six weeks before we could get in. So when I get the text message, I'm just like, oh, okay, it must be coming up. It's this Thursday. I remember I did it for like 8 o'clock in the morning. So that Thursday comes, 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm walking in the dentist's office. I don't woke up early. You know, I'm doing the regular shit. Like, why do we do this, bro? Why is it that before you go to the dentist, you really have the nerve to try and super duper brush your teeth that morning as though whatever it is that you haven't been doing for this past amount of time you've been to the dentist, they just all of a sudden not going to know now because you spent six minutes brushing your teeth this morning. They know. 
And I know, I know they probably be looking like, bro, whole, I probably walked in there with my whole beard smelling like fucking Colgate, trying to brush the shit out of my teeth, because now I'm over here thinking like, damn, it really has been a long time since I've been to the dentist. And you know, I don't feel like, again, never had cavities. I've always felt real good. Like the dentist is one of the places where I go to shine. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know you're going to be like, oh, your teeth are so nice, blah, blah, blah. That's how they always do your boy. But this time, it's been a while. You know, I'm trying to get that extra. I'm brushing the fucking white off my teeth. You know what I'm saying? I'm brushing the shit out these motherfuckers. So, anyway, I do the extra overbrush like they not going to know. I'll get there and... I'm a week early for the motherfucking appointment. They like, gee, you clearly didn't read the message because it clearly states that your appointment is for next week. But you know what you hear already? Hold tight. Give us your insurance information. We might be able to squeeze you in. So I'm like, okay, squeezing again. Um, They got me waiting. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. They they going through my insurance. The lady comes up and she's like, well, first of all, let me just go back. I was hoping they wouldn't be able to get me in. I had to work later on that evening. I was tired. And all I was thinking was, if they can't squeeze me in, I can just go home and go to sleep. And it's nothing. But um, I was wrong. They were like, no, we can squeeze you in. It's cool. So they squeezed me in. The lady's like, I- I'm still uh, getting your insurance put together, but, you know, I'm-, I'm seeing that you have it, whatever, whatever. Go ahead to the back and I'll come tell you what you owe. You know what I'm saying? A little bit later. No problem. I go to the back. Nice lady. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all some some of the story now. I feel like they set you up with like levels of niceness of the person who you talking to. Right. So the first lady, she's like, you know, how long has it been since you've been to the dentist, whatever, whatever. And I tell her, I'm like, you know, if I'm being honest, I moved away from my hometown in like 2016, 2017. And it had probably been like a year or two before I went to the dentist when I moved and I never got a new dentist. Like, this is my first time back since I left. Yo. I could even tell in the nice one. That they was like, I don't know if it's because my teeth aren't fucked up, but I just feel like there's no way that this is the longest. Like they was looking at me like they had never, ever seen someone who had gone eight years without going to the dentist. And I just know that that's not true. There's no way on God's green earth that I am the longest. I can't even be close. I can't even be close. There's no fucking way. But they was like, damn. It's, it's but so whatever, right? I'm like, yeah, you know, but I'm here now. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to start back regular. You know what I'm saying? They're like, they're doing that thing where they're like trying to like dry tell me it's important to come every year. And I'm like, nigga duh. I know. I you would think, you think just because I don't do it, I don't know it's important. I'm a black man. We don't prioritize our health. I've been working. The fuck? It ain't that I don't know. I got I've got kids to raise. I've got workings to do. I didn't have time to come in for this appointment. And then also, you know, if you go to them damn doctors, they kill you. So you know what I'm saying? Don't be trying to change the way I do things after all this life of black black man. You know what I'm saying? They trying to act like they they don't understand where I'm coming from. You know we don't really do this, but anyway. So she cleans my teeth. Or she doesn't clean my teeth. She does the x-rays. She does the x-rays or whatever. And, uh, you know, she's like, you know, this is just like your 3D imaging. And she's showing me all the shit. And I'm like, damn, this is cool as fuck. I'm like, my dentist is dope. They got all kinds of 3D imaging that they put in your mouth. When I walk in, they got the TV on the front. They watching some Netflix show about saving white restaurants or something like that. And I say white restaurants specifically because the international show where they go to various white places to save these restaurants. And then they go to one black place 
And there's some white people who own the restaurant there. I only know that because I watched the first show at the dentist. I got hooked on it a little bit and I started watching it at home. Anyway, um, so I'm watching the show. Well, then she goes to like lean me back in a chair because she got to do some like other pictures or whatever. And I'm like, damn, I ain't going to be able to watch my show no more. Uh-uh, hell no. Boom. TV on the motherfucking roof. TV in the ceiling, bro. I'm like, oh, okay. This is probably where Rick Ross gets his dentistry done or something like that. This has got to be, I'm in Houston. So maybe this is where Slim Thug and Chameleon Air and Paul Wall and all of them come to get their teeth serviced because I really feel as though I'm living in the laps of luxury and I'm just curious, where's my mimosa? At this point, I feel like I should have a little glass of wine or something like that, maybe some cucumber water because they're really treating your boy nicely. So, boom. She takes the pictures and the x-rays or whatever. The next lady comes in. She's actually the one who's going to clean my teeth. She kind of asked me the same questions. Like, she don't already know. When I tell her, she's kind of doing the same thing. Like, dang, you know, you're supposed to come more often than that. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like more stern than the lady before her. You know what I'm saying? And almost like slightly more judgy than the lady before her. But I'm just like, all right, damn, like. I'm here now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it ain't like they going through all my stuff or whatever. And they're showing me like, they're like, you know, see, I can show you like two or three places. Like your gums are a little swollen here. They're a little swollen here. You know what I'm saying? Like basic shit. Like just, I had, I end up having two cavities just to, to fast forward a little bit because now she's looking at my shit. They know what's going on. I end up having two cavities. Both of them are on my wisdom teeth, like way in the back. They're not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? They're just going to fill them. And because I got braces when I was younger, they pulled four of my teeth already. So I get to keep my wisdom teeth because they grew in straight. Now, the lady's telling me, she's like, when you brush your teeth, she was like, because you have your wisdom teeth, you just have to like really intentionally brush your wisdom teeth because they're so far back in your mouth basically she's like you probably think you've been brushing them this whole time but once you start brushing them better you'll be you'll be able to tell the difference because it's like loki gonna be uncomfortable um which she's right now that i'd be brushing the shit out of my wisdom teeth because i got two cavities because i wasn't brushing far in the back nigga i really be feeling like i, I wish i was part snake and i could unhinge his jaw a little bit pause because i just bruh it's like i'm over here hitting the back of my jaw every time with my motherfucking toothbrush trying to get the wisdom teeth right because i'm trying to get my shit back ready because i was getting judged so heavy in the dentist office like fam i see motherfuckers teeth i went i went to work with people who went to the dentist was like yeah this told me i have four or five cavities and shit i got two cavities in 33 years and they treated me like a pariah in the thing so Anyway, the teeth cleaning lady leaves for a second. The dentist comes in. And I haven't found a way to say this and really articulate this in a way where I felt like was really getting my point across without being culturally insensitive in a way that was racist. Because I'm absolutely not trying to do that. What I am saying is this. My dentist is an Asian lady. And how can I say this? I got Asian homies. And I see how y'all mamas be talking to y'all. And I work with Asian ladies and had Asian bosses before. And I know how they have talked to me. And it's like a really specific... I don't know how to put this. It's like, it's love. It is it, because it's like, a. if I didn't care, I wouldn't say shit, but I'm not going to say shit. There's no, there's no, there's no tact. There's no, there's no, uh, no gentle um, explanation. It's a real, bro, I'm telling you that lady treated me like I didn't have no teeth in my mouth at all, y'all. She was like, yeah, you need to come to the dentist every year. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, she's almost on some, like, 
hammering me on it like it don't make no sense it's been this long since you've been to a dentist like i'm in trouble i felt like i was in trouble when she came in there and it was like the way she would bro just she made me feel so bad inside bro i, I listen y'all i have brushed my teeth multiple times a day ever since i be flossing my teeth all the time it works bro i get it it, I guess full circle, what I'm trying to say is I get why it's be so many Asians be doctors and dentists and shit like that, because the approach is effective, bro. When you just run up in a nigga shit like, fam, why are you treating your fucking mouth like this? You don't care about your oral health, B? I felt like I was getting gang banged on on there, bro. I don't even know my dentist's name. She didn't even tell me. She walked in, start looking at my stuff and then start talking about me, bro. And I ain't going to cap. I ain't getting a new dentist. Because I know that she not going to let me fuck myself off. She going to make sure that whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing or whatever it is that I need to do in order to properly care for my teeth and my mouth, she going to make sure that shit done. So, you know, she is hired as fuck. But I'm going to tell you, bro, she definitely ran my shit, bro. I'm like, God, dog. So anyway, now not only am I old, nigga, I got cavities too. I'm like the rest of y'all fucking regulars, bro. I used to talk shit because I had never had cavities. Like, motherfuckers be like, oh, I hate to do this, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, oh, that's because you have cavities, huh? <laughs> you dirty mouth, bitch. Like, you don't ever brush your teeth, bitch. You'll probably smell your breath through your motherfucking mask, bitch. I can smell your mouth when you turned around from me, bitch. Oh, dirty ass, blue cheese mouth, bitch. Gum line looking like goddamn Gorgonzola. Whole old soft teeth, boy. That's how I was treating people who had cavities because I had never had one. And now I got cavities and I'm over here trying to over explain how, you know, it could really happen to anybody. And, you know, even it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not taking care of this. Is the, this must be how it's like when you're talking shit about the niggas with lice in school and then you get, get, you get lice. I wouldn't understand because, you know, I'm not lice pigmented. You know what I'm saying? Lice are racist. But, um, yeah, bro. That's how my latest trip to the dentist got your boy feeling. I guess that's all I got to say. I'm going to take a little quick break and go make a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? With a little bit of ad time. And then uh, we'll be back with the rest of the episode type shit. All right, so we back. Um, how should we get this thing started? I guess like this. So I see my boy Keys had hit had shouted your boy out on, on Facebook. You know, appreciate you, my guy, talking about how crispy the audio is, which is something I absolutely strive for. Something that I've had multiple issues with recently, having to go back and redo shit and unfucking upload shit and re-upload shit and just do a whole bunch of stuff that I don't like having to do because it's such a priority to me to preserve the audio quality of this podcast. But anyway, um, I <laughs> he had uh, posted that or whatever. And um, under the post, he had people kind of asking about it or whatever. And one of the things you're saying is like, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like on some political shit or whatever. And I would just like it to be say, said, not said. I would like it to be said. That was never the intention of this. Well, I won't say it was never the intention, but it's definitely not anymore. I really just be trying to be on some current events and pop culture type shit. But what ends up happening is all of the current events in some way, shape or form, tie back in to basically how the fuck we done let it happen because niggas don't really prioritize the political process in one way or another because niggas don't realize how much all that shit is tied together like i don't be trying to it's not my intention it just fucking happens that way because you know it's like a lady a lady gets arrested for stealing from the self-checkout right and first of all, this, this is how the podcast, this is what the podcast is really about. And this is really the phases and how something goes, right? Okay, so let's say hypothetically, right? I got a story about a woman who gives 
arrested and she's facing prison time for stealing from a self-checkout self-checkout at Walmart. But she says that she didn't do it. The podcast is going to do a few things. First of all, I'm going to talk about the fact that I think she's lying. I'm going to talk about the fact that, of course, she was really stealing from the self-checkout at Walmart. And, of course, she didn't accidentally ring up those, uh, you know what I'm saying, flat screen TVs as as, uh, apples. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm going to lead with. I'm going to lead with all of the things that she stole and what she rang them up as. I'm going to be like, hell, yeah, she took a sweater, filled that motherfucker full of goddamn uh, jewelry from the jewelry store, rang up the sweater, tried to put it in the bag, talk about, I don't know where these necklaces came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to definitely talk about the fact that she had a whole baby crib mattress in her cart. You know what I'm saying? And rang up a rattle and was just trying to walk out that thing, talk about, oh, damn, I forgot I ain't even paid for this mattress. But real talk, I don't even need it. Bye. <laughs> you know? That's where the podcast is going to start. Then it's going to go into... What happened during the story? I'm going to start reading the story more. And because it's America, she's going to have been mistreated at some point in the arrest process. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be some police officers going to run up and slam her black ass to the ground because, you know, she's probably going to be black, which is another thing about the podcast because I'm racist because I'm going to assume that she's black. And if she's not black, I'll be like, dang, did y'all think she was a nigga too? But you know what I'm saying? Right? Then we're going to end up talking about how the police are going to like abuse this woman in some small way or some major way just depending on the story right and then even if she just so happens to not get abused by the police they just regular embarrassingly lock her up for stealing 25 dollars worth of walmart merchandise then we're going to talk about how the district attorney where she's at is going to overcharge her because he's dickhead and he's like made it a point to crack down on people stealing limits from walmart and then that's going to turn into talking about voting because the district attorney is an elected official in most places. And that's like basically what ends up happening with the podcast. You see what I'm saying? That's what, And that's why sometimes it's like we end up talking more about politics than I really meant to to begin with because I was really here for the laughs and the jokes at somebody else's expense that I don't know. But then what ended up happening was I had to talk about what really happens and blah, 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 blah. blah. And thus... I end up feeling like, man, fuck this shit. And that's why we call the podcast this. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'll overexplain that. I say all that to say, Trump got indicted. <laughs> we definitely got to talk about this, but how you going to not talk about Trump? Trump barely even politics no more. As a podcaster, when I talk about Donald Trump, I only somewhat feel like I'm talking about politics because there's a really big portion of the population who has a really big uh, infatuation with Donald Trump who don't know shit about him or politics. So I just don't really feel like talking about him is inherently even talking about politics anymore. And it's wild. You could be talking about the former president of the United States and be like, this is kind of just pop culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might as well be talking about Ben Affleck right now. It's just that y'all want to elect them leader of the free world because you think it's all a game. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just playing. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, the other day, I don't even remember exactly what day. I don't think that's super overwhelmingly necessary to the point. Donald Trump was indicted on 34 felony counts in New York. Let's play a video so I don't have to tell you about it myself. Former President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty to 34 felony counts of falsifying business records on April 4th, marking the first criminal charges for any former U.S. president. The charges stem from hush money payments made to adult film actress Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election, and Trump's culpability will likely hinge on the purpose of that payment. Falsifying business records in New York is a misdemeanor, but it can become a felony when there is an intent to defraud that includes an intent to commit, aid, or conceal another crime. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has alleged that Trump falsified business records to hide the payment and to cover up an illegal catch-and-kill scheme 
to influence the election. The participant scheme was illegal. The scheme violated New York election law, which makes it a crime to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. The $130,000 wire payment exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap. And the false statements in AMI's books violated New York law. Bragg's indictment lists 34 separate instances of alleged misconduct by Trump. Each felony count carries a maximum sentence of four years. But even if convicted, legal experts have suggested it is unlikely that Trump would face jail time as a first-time offender with no criminal record and a 2024 presidential candidate. In a similar hush money case in 2012, former presidential candidate John Edwards was acquitted on one count and the jury failed to reach a verdict on five other charges. Trump has denied the alleged affair with Daniels and dismissed the charges after his arraignment hearing in New York. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Okay. So... I don't really know where I want to start with the Trump thing. I'll start here. First of all, the whole Trump being indicted thing. There is a segment of people who believe. There's a segment of people who believe that Donald Trump being indicted on his face is going to like give him all this political energy and it's going to energize his base in a way that wasn't before and all this other shit. I don't really believe that. Uh, I actually kind of believe that at this point, if you still are a, I would literally go to the polls and vote for a Trump supporter. You're going to do that. Is that name is on the ticket. It don't matter what happened in between now and that you're going to be there and you're going to do that. Um, I differentiate that because I believe that there are. Trump is one of those people who has a lot of supporters who don't support. Right. And what I mean by that is a lot of the people who like, oh, I fuck with Trump. I rock with Trump, da, 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 whatever, whatever. They don't vote at all. So they don't really fuck with anybody. So when, especially when you are talking about politics and voting and things like that, it only matters who you actually vote for. It doesn't matter who you did. None of the other shit even matters. It doesn't matter how much you fuck with Trump if you don't vote. If you don't vote, you don't fuck with Trump at all. You know what I'm it don't matter how much you fuck with Biden or, or Obama or anybody else who's ever run for president. If you did not go vote for that person, you don't fuck with them. They don't care how much you fucks with them. They care about how many people vote for them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if, if you like fall into the group of I fuck with Donald Trump, but I don't vote like this doesn't fucking matter. And there will be more people who maybe fall into that group because he gets indicted because it'll be like something to talk about. It'll be something there are. I, I found that uh, a lot of the people who find themselves supporting Donald Trump in truth just want a reason to disagree with the people in the room because they ain't got nothing interesting to talk about. Um, I have found that to be true so often. You will be in a room with people and it'll be like the randomest person who really has nothing to add to the conversation who will hear Donald Trump get brought up in a room full of people who don't really mess with him and be like, oh, yeah, I love Trump. You know what I'm saying? And then when you start talking to them, they don't have no substance behind it. And they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But they just wanted to say that because they knew it would get the room's attention and now everybody's talking to them. And I get it. I guess I don't get it because I have, I don't know, charisma and personality. So I just enter a conversation and start talking. I don't have to do some weird gimmicky thing like that's my thing. I'm Trump guy because that's what I peeped about those kind of people too. That's all they want to talk about. They just want to talk about it and they only really want to talk about it with people who don't fuck with it. But they will, they'll also engage with people who do because it's all, it's just their identity. It's the only thing they talk about. And that's, you know, whatever. It's always been weird to me and it's not really my thing. Um, I vote every time it's time to go vote. Um, if you don't listen to this podcast and you know me in regular life, you might just assume because I'm like clearly not a piece of shit that I probably don't vote Republican, but like, 
you would just be assuming that I don't really talk about it. I don't really just go around waiting on. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm at work the other day when Trump gets indicted and there's this dude at my job. And I can tell, I'll tell he's a Trump supporter because when he first starts talking about it, he's like, yeah, I hope they put him in handcuffs and all this other stuff because Trump's been truthing about it all day. And then I'm like, whoa, you have true social downloaded on your mobile device. I will never forget that thing about you, just to be clear, because it says something about you to me. Maybe it don't say shit about you to you, but to me, the moment I find out that you got true social on your phone, I'm automatically looking at you different. But anyway, he's telling me Trump is truth in that he, that, you know, they're going to, I hope that they put him in handcuffs and all this other shit or whatever. And, you know, he reels me in for a second because I'm like, you know, you're barely going to see him because it's a super security risk for him to be outside like that. You're saying the mobs of people who he brings and how the fact that they're all fucking cuckoos and crazy. It's not literally everyone who's a Trump supporter, but a high percentage of them, specifically the ones who actually come out to the stuff. Um, they know the profile of the people who's there and Trump is still supported by secret service agents and their job is to keep him alive. They're not going to let him be outside getting handcuffed in front of the courthouse. They're not doing any of that shit. They're going to quickly walk him in the fucking door and quickly walk him out. But anyway, then I'm done talking about it pretty much. I'm like on about my life, talking about the real world and some more shit or whatever. And then he like comes around the corner. He's like, guys, there, he's he's getting out of the car right now. Come, come look. Bro, I looked at that man. I said, bro, I don't give a fuck. He's like, oh, dang, for real? Yes, for real, bro. I don't care. I'm not about to go watch Donald Trump walk out. I don't care. I don't even really care that he's getting indicted that much, to be honest. He's a criminal. I've been knew he was a criminal. Criminals get indicted. He's white and he's rich. He's going to get off. White, rich criminals don't go to jail and they don't get in trouble. It's not going to change because it's Donald Trump. It's probably going to be even more likely to be the same because of Donald Trump. But if you rich enough, white enough, it don't really matter how much of a criminal are you getting off, bro. You getting off. Anyway. He comes back to me later and I'm like, bro, maybe one day he'll get out the car and put the jetpack on. He's like, what you talking about, bro? I said, you was waiting on something exciting to happen. Maybe one day he'll get out the car, put a jetpack on and fly inside the building or some shit like that. If you just waiting to see this man do every single thing, thinking that he's about to do cartwheels out the car when he walks into a building, obviously you expecting some kind of motherfucking surprise factor, some kind of excitement, some wow. Maybe he'll pull out a fucking jetpack for you, bro. He ain't like that, bro. He thinks I'm an asshole. Anyway. um, I will say one thing about this Trump indictment is I do think it says a lot about you, the people who support you and the people who um, like really strive to identify themselves with you. And when I think about Trump, I always think about motherfuckers like Trump gets indicted and the biggest thing I see on TV is really Marjorie Taylor Greene because she's willing to say anything like she's just <sighs> my despise for Marjorie Taylor Greene is difficult to quantify because what I, I'm gonna be real with you. When I talk to people about anything that has to do with politics, and I can tell they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, first of all, I check out and I don't really talk to them anymore anyway. Because what's the point in us having this conversation about what you know when you literally don't know shit? We're already, it's, it's, it's a waste of my time. So I'm just going to check the fuck out completely at that point. But what I hate more than a motherfucker who don't know shit is a motherfucker who preys on people who want to know things and just give them bullshit to, to hang on to. Like, Marjorie Taylor Greene will push any conspiracy theory about anything. They don't even have to match. Everybody's a pedophile. Everybody fucks kids, first of all. Which, to me, just the, the way that they do things in the... In the <sighs> 
they make it seem as though the people who they're targeting are not in many cases literally unwell. You know what I'm saying? Like people who believe some of these crazy conspiracy theories that like, oh, there's like this dark elite underclass who's like really secretly doing all of these things so that they can like groom and molest children. Those people, a lot of them are crazy and they will literally try and harm people because of that. And it's not conjecture at this point. That kind of shit happens all the time. Those crazy QAnon motherfuckers try and kill people all the time or be stalking people all the time. They were store, especially during the pandemic, bro. It was stories about that shit weekly, I feel like. I could have done a, a segment on that every fucking episode if I wanted to. That shit is dangerous as fuck. And ultimately, it's just to push the country in a direction that doesn't benefit anyone really like this whole like, like the marjorie taylor green she's not even just your old run-of-the-mill this is good for corporations republicans she don't even care about them she's like no nah, fuck the corporations too actually fuck the whole u.s dollar like she's the type of person who will be in power and literally advocate for things that would strip the country bare because she doesn't know what she's talking about she just knows she wants to be talked about Maybe that's what I'm trying to say about her. She, it's hard for me to even wrap my thoughts around her because I hate her so much. And I'm trying to do something other than go Chris Rock on her and just call her a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, I seen a tweet, bro, that, that was talking about how her, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump literally posted the judge's daughter who's over this case. And then people were saying, this is what's wild to me about people. Marjorie Taylor Greene posts the judge's daughter who's over Trump's case as though that's not doxing her in some kind of way. And that's not dangerous to her in some kind of way. And then her supporters get under there and say, oh, this is clickbait for outrage. The daughter's an adult. She's not even a kid. That don't fucking matter. It's all about the environment that you've brewed and the, the environment you've cultivated and the people who you already know who are a part of that environment and who you're signaling to when you say and do certain things, right? What's the point in posting the judge's daughter if you don't want something to happen to her? Why else would anyone need to know who the judge's daughter is like, what is it? What do we need to know anything about her for? She doesn't have any power over the case. She can't do anything to get Trump acquitted or anything. The only thing she would be is leverage against the judge who is over the case. If he was to fear for her in some kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Like, as though she could be harmed as a result of what he decides as far as a verdict is concerned. Because I don't know if this is a jury case or if this is a judge. I don't know how to, I, I'm not going to lie to y'all like I'm sure. Um, But what else is the point in that? Unless you want to hurt. Who else sees that? What I'll posture another question to you. What do you think people are thinking when they see that? What what people are you signaling to in that moment? And what are they supposed to think to me? To me, it feels as though you are signaling to the incels, to the people who you know will wish women harm in many ways. That's that's the vibe. I get that those are the people who you're literally targeting with this information so that they know, so that they can go and do something about it. That's wild to me. That to me is beyond the pale of simply irresponsible. That is as close to criminal, if not. If something happens to that, I've seen people tweeting and putting on red, talking about something happens to that girl, that blood will be on their hands. They goddamn right it will be. What? Because why? George Santos was there. To show his support. Secretly, I'm like, is George Santos really a covert agent? 
You know what I'm saying? He lied about everything else. If he even a Republican, sit deep down inside, he's going to start voting against all of their own shit. We're going to find out he's really not even a person. He's Roger from America Dad. That nigga George Santos going to unzip himself. He's going to be a motherfucking alien or something like that. Because there is a point where I got, I got a cousin like that, bro. He lie about so much shit that it's literally nothing about this motherfucker that I believe anymore. He supposedly went to the military and might have had a heart attack or cancer or something like that. And I feel like maybe it's true, maybe it's not. When I talk to him, I, I just act like it's true. You know, it's no point in calling him out right now. How you going to be like, no, you faking cancer. You can never prove it. But you also told me that you like jump rooftop to rooftop while somebody shot at you. And, you, you know, it's just if there's not a real life movie based on you at this point, then you can't be a real person. And that's basically how I feel about George Santos. Um, but, you know. They say that don't say nothing about Trump. The fact that these are the people who support him most vehemently, but I tend to think that it does. I think that he's not fit to to lead people or to be around children or his own daughter, you know, because he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all 34 of these counts are basically for falsifying business records, right? And now we'll get into the counts and we'll really only be on this for a short amount of time because as I told you, he's a rich white man. He's definitely going to get off. Um, and even if he gets charged, he's still gonna get off. Like not going to jail for thirty-four felonies is definitely getting off. Uh, basically, what it seems like to me is all this got drummed up because Michael Cohen got locked up and started telling, and he like, well, you know what? Since I gotta eat this charge, let me tell you who else was breaking the same laws I was breaking because I was breaking them off of Trump. So if I'm in jail. He in jail, we going together. If you've heard Michael Cohen talk on anything since he got arrested, bro, all he talks about is how I was a weak man at that point in time and I just did what Donald Trump wanted me to do, but deep down he's a bully and he doesn't care about anyone but himself and his supporters should know. And uh, now that I blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's nothing I hate more than the motherfucker who ride with the villain until some shit go down and then all of a sudden they want to be like, yeah, he's a villain. Nigga, you was a henchman. You got on Indeed, implied for henchman, implied, applied for henchman, got hired on as a henchman, did all kinds of dastardly deeds with the motherfucking villain, and then when the law want to come down and somebody get in trouble, you want to be talking about, well, did you know that he wants to take over the world? He wants to dominate the world. Nigga, duh. He's a fucking villain. And you an ex-henchman. You a henchman who got caught. You not even a good henchman, bro. So now that you can't get rehired in the henchman market because of your previous transgressions as a henchman, now you want to go tell on the villain. I don't even like Donald Trump. And I think it's kind of whack that this nigga Michael Cohen trying to make his whole life off of talking about how bad a person Donald Trump is, like you wasn't his right-hand man for a decade. What? Bro, get the fuck out of here. That's like your dog bites somebody, but your dog 13 years old. You try to talk about, oh, yeah, man, let me tell you, she been pissing on the carpet a whole life. She uh, snapped at me a few times. Did all this. Like, but did you? So you knew she was, and you didn't. She bit your kid, and you, never mind. Anyway. Uh, anyway, he's telling, he's the one who made the payment to Stormy Daniels. He's like, yo, Donald Trump made me pay this money. He paid me back with campaign finances. That's against the rules, which, okay. I do find it odd that the party based on respectability isn't more upset that their candidate took money that they gave him with the express intent on using towards his political campaign to pay his porn stars to not tell. But I mean, I guess if you think about it, that's kind of campaign related. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, on the, on the, on the slide in, but it's just the fact that, especially for the conservative Christian sector supporters, right? The fact that the fact that he lied, cheated and stole all in one watt with this offense. And has zero remorse for it. And you have no problem with that. That's crazy to me. It's just wild that you care so much about everyone upholding to the laws of a book that you believe in. 
that you think that you should be able to police what all the women in the land can do with their bodies, but you don't adhere to that book enough to feel like you shouldn't support someone who's clearly antithetical to what that book considers a leader. I just thought that was wild. That's all. You know what I'm saying? It's just interesting to your boy. Anyway. Um, yeah. And basically, he does that shit. And I think they start looking into the fact that he did that, which made them look at the business cl things closer. And they're like, damn, this motherfucker lies about what he does with his money all the time. The reason why I think that's all true is because Trump got indicted by a grand jury, which is a bunch of motherfuckers who the DA shows the evidence to. And he's like, do we bring charges against this person? And then that grand jury is like, yes or no. Those people were like, yeah, he clearly did it. So in my mind, I'm assuming that he at least probably kind of did it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, aside from the fact that it's obvious that he did it. Um, but like I said, I don't think he'll do any jail time. I don't think it's going to get him any more supporters or lose him any supporters. So kind of a moot point. But we have to talk about it because, you know. It's a podcast and it's Donald Trump. If you want ratings, you got to say Trump at least a hundred times or else Spotify won't push your shit up the algorithm, I think. Anyway. um, Do we want to do more? Oh, you know what? I think you know what? We're not going to even do any more articles on this. We're going to do some Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese talking. And then we're going to get out of here for today. We're going to have a short episode. And I think that, uh, because I got, yeah, yeah, we are. So, um, the NCAA Women's National Championship game was not long ago. It was the other day. And first of all, I would just like to say it was the shit. Not just the game, but the whole women's Final Four. First of all, let me take this as my tangent to say, I don't know where this notion that women's basketball is not entertaining came from. When I was in high school, we did not show up to the high school game when the boys started to play. We showed up for the varsity girls. Sometimes if you were, depending on if you was an underclassman and you had friends playing, you might show up for both, both junior varsity games. But we absolutely showed up for the girls and love to watch the girls play. The girls' games were as intense as the men's games. I won't say more because our basketball teams when I was in school were both really competitive, so they were always both really intense. But I didn't feel like, oh, I got to watch the girls until the boys play. It was I was hyped to watch the girls play. College uh, basketball, I feel like it's kind of the same way. I feel like the girls get that love in college basketball that they don't really get in uh in the WNBA and I don't really know why that is. Uh I'm sure there's reasons why but you know whatever. So the women's final four shit is busting. We get this new girl on the scene and I don't think she's really new like that but she's new to us and the reason why I think is I think it's important to frame this the way that it felt to to most people because i think that that's why we got the reaction that we got most people do not follow women's college basketball throughout the season most people do not follow college basketball period throughout the season most people lock in during the tournament so for me as a casual sports fan i will i will say or as a casual college basketball fan i'm like a big nba fan but that leaks over to other basketball, right? I didn't know shit about Caitlin Clark until the, the championship, uh, till the tournament this year. And when I find out about her, she's balling, dropping 40 point triple double. She's a girl drop doing this, bro. And not to say I'm not impressed because I'm like on no sexist shit. You just don't see that happen in the women's game at the like at the uh pace that you see happen at the men's game, especially at the collegiate level. So I'm like, oh, shit, she's a hooper hooper, right? At the same time, you got Angel Reese, plays for LSU. I'm hearing that she's a hooper as well. Now, with that being said, I'm not really watching none of the games. I'm just watching the highlights. I'm catching what I can catch here and there or whatever. So I'm hearing both of their names. I'm definitely hearing way more about Caitlin Clark. 
I noticed when I seen them playing, I'm like, damn, this Iowa girls team, there's a whole team of white girls. And y'all know me. Y'all know I plays by the family feud rules. When it came to the championship and it was Iowa versus LSU, I was going for LSU. But until the championship, I don't play family feud rules. I just kind of like go with what I like watching. And I thought it was, I liked watching that white girl bust their ass. I was like, bro, I'm here to watch the Caitlin Clark show, bro. She's going the fuck in. And I'm trying to see this shit every game. So all we know about Caitlin Clark is she's a baller. All we know about Angel Reese is she's a baller too, plays for LSU or whatever. Now the championship game comes. Angel Reese and LSU beat them girls in Iowa down. You know what I'm saying? Angel Reese chases her down low-key, kind of like seeks her out to find her or whatever so that she can do the little, ah, you know what I'm saying, hand in the face or whatever so she can go do the little gesture at her or whatever, right? Now, I'm going to tell you from me, when I saw that, I did not know anything other than what I just told you. And what I thought was, that's kind of corny. But it is what it is. Because in sports, motherfuckers get wild competitive. People celebrate. People do all of that or whatever. And there are times in, in those celebrations where I think that it's a little corny. It is a little extra. And in my opinion, Angel Reese was being extra as fuck at that moment. I also believe she was intentionally being extra as fuck in that moment. Not like... Because, like, sometimes we're just like that. Especially if you're a competitor and you're really in the moment or whatever. It it wasn't... I, I say all this because I feel like there's a lot of people in, in an effort to justify it who are saying, oh, you know, she was just celebrating. She was just excited with her team. Da, 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 da. That's not true. She wasn't just celebrating. She wasn't just excited to win with her team. She wanted to go rub it in that girl's face. She was like, we beat y'all ass. I'm about to go rub it in your face because you can't do shit about it until you can beat me. And you can't even beat me again until next year. So I'll see you next year. Eat dicks. I'm about to rub it in your face. Sometimes it's like that when you play sports. It's all competition. People are competitive, whatever, whatever. Right? So that's where I left it. Now, I found out later on that what she did, celebration she was doing was actually Caitlin Clark's celebration that she did to the South Carolina girls. I found out later on that Caitlin Clark is a big time shit talker herself. I did not know any of those things beforehand. All I knew was that these are two girls playing sports at a high level with each other. One of them got a little out of hand, but I mean, it's sports. It is what it is. Like, uh, Someone getting slightly overhand in a celebration is not even really cause to talk about, in my opinion. I wouldn't even have acknowledged the shit if it wouldn't have been this big, major fucking story or whatever, right? Well, the backlash that we all got, I think, is a result of everyone doing what I did, which was default to whatever your personal belief like whatever your personal beliefs are on kind of what you saw. So I guess this is what I mean. When I saw that, I did not see a white girl victim to this overly aggressive black woman who just kept piling on her in her worst moments. That's not what I saw. I saw a basketball player lose the national championship and the winner of that get her face a little bit at the end of the game and taunt her before she went to the tunnel. It bees like that sometimes. I, I don't even know what else to tell you. Like, it, that's just, that's all it was to me. It was just an encounter between athletes. It was so benign to me because I did not look at one of them as inherently more fragile than the other. I did not look at one of them as inherently more aggressive than the other. And I say all of those things to say, I think that is what is being clocked in a lot of people and their responses because like me, they didn't know enough to really make their, to really make their point. 
So now that they've already spoken they shit, it's too late. So now you got all these people who are like, oh, Angel Reese is this. Angel Reese is classless. Angel Reese is, is all of this other shit. You got sports media uh, personalities cussing at her, calling her everything other side, uh, everything besides a nigger bitch. Going crazy. She might as well be this bullish ape who almost accosted this fragile white queen at the pinnacle of her be ruined the championship not worthy of all this other shit she gets all this backlash right and you've already said all that shit for caitlin clark to come out and say i think that that's good for the game we're all competitors she's not the only one who talks shit and neither am i we all be out there talking shit y'all think because i would imagine that as some of the women who actually play this sport they probably buck at the fact that you think that they just out here so dainty that they need you to jump in and protect them from someone talking shit to them they're hoopers bro have you ever played basketball have you ever been on a basketball court basketball i don't know that there's a sport where people talk more shit to each other than basketball because it's like the most It's the most personal of the sports, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. If me and you play the same position on, uh, if me and you play the same position on in basketball for the whole time that we on the court, I'm by you pretty much. I'm basically guarding you. You basically guarding me. When I got the ball, you there. When you got the ball, I'm there. It's basically a matchup within a matchup. So, of course, there's going to be people who talk shit. You think just because they girls, they don't talk shit? That's crazy. That's crazy. And it says a lot about you. You think just because she's a white girl, she's a victim. That says a lot about you too. And sometimes it's cool. Sometimes you just got to admit like, damn, I was wrong. I fucked up. I read that completely wrong. I should have let the situation play out before I opened my mouth. But a lot of y'all is double down, doubling down, looking stupid and racist and really just exposing your biases for no reason. And that's really all I even have on that. Because I don't really think there's any more to put on it. At this point, it's it's been said and restated over and over and over again. And it, especially when you put it on top of the fact that, like, Caitlin Clark does all of the shit that Angel Reese was doing. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, bro, Angel ain't got no issues. I ain't got no issues with her. However, have y'all seen this shit with Jill Biden, bro? You know, the well-meaning whites, bro, sometimes they just put their foot all the way in it. If I had to guess, bro, I would think that Jill Biden was awesome. We should invite both teams because they, they're trying to make these women fight with each other and we should do something and bring them together. If I had to guess, that's probably what she was thinking. But boy. That ain't the way it was taken. And and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to say that people took it wrong because that was just a misstep. What the fuck you mean? We want to invite the losers and the winners. And the winners was the black girls from Louisiana and the losers was the white girls from Iowa. How you in politics this long don't understand optics? What the fuck? That's what we're not going to do. We're not going to do that. The girls who won are going to come. The girls who lost could try again for next time. And that's going to be that. It ain't going to be no x what we want both to come i'm not mad that the lsu girls or i'm i won't it's not really an issue of anger i don't fault the lsu girls for being like fuck that we not coming i don't one of them tweeted out said uh we'll go see the obamas we not coming to see you um i i don't fault them at all i'm not even gonna lie and i hate it because to me, it just feeds more into that whole animus that I feel like the black community has with Joe Biden for really no present reason. I say present because past since Joe Biden did a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, in the name of whatever. And I give him a slight pass on that because the black community heavily advocated for that. And just a quick side note. That is the reason why I try and tell niggas who really don't give a fuck about politics, you really should. Because your aunties and grandparents who do see the problems in our community different than you do. And that's why we got that crime bill in part. I'm not saying that there wasn't white people chomping at the bit to mass incarcerate the black community. But the fact that 
they were able to do so with the approval of the black voting bloc made it much easier to push through. And I think that we need to watch out for things like that uh, a lot more. But anyway, I digress. Them not going to the White House, I feel. Them reaching out to the Obamas, I was like, that's wild. I Now, what do I think is going to happen with that? I don't see a way where they do both or where they do one and not the other, should I say. I only see them doing both. If Obama and Michelle, if, if Barack and Michelle agree to meet with the LSU girls team, I would almost guarantee you it's under the pretense that they also go to the White House. I only say that because Joe Biden was literally Obama's running mate and vice president for eight years. So it's not like, it's not like Obama's on some, yeah, fuck Joe Biden. Obama's going to lean towards, oh, this is all a misunderstanding. I would love for you guys to get on the same page because this is really my dog. You know what I'm saying? It's not really going to be a, that would be like you coming to me like, yeah, fuck that nigga Freeze, bro. I don't want to do Freeze Frame with Freeze, bro. I think me and you should do a TV show, a uh, review podcast. I'd be like, nah, I think you should talk to Freeze. I think y'all should work that out. Or, or, hear me out. You can go fuck yourself. And not in a disrespectful kind of way. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel like that's basically how the Obamas are going to be about it. Like, if you're not trying to do both, we're not going to meet with you. Like, we'll we'll meet with you at the White House. We'll come too, type shit. I don't see a, a way at all where they uh, where they agree to do one and not the other. O'Neal hit me and was talking to me about it, and I had to tell her, because um, she was saying she thinks that the school's going to make them go. And I was like, no, they're not. Like, the school's definitely not going to make them go. And, I, and first of all, I don't think they should. For a handful of reasons. Number one, optically, I think it's just as bad to make them go as anything else. Like, just don't let it go. If they don't want to go, let it go. Um, two, when it was Trump, it was teams who didn't go because they didn't want to go. And if I had no issue with it then, then I can't have an issue with it now because I try my best to not be a hypocrite in situations like that. If I feel like you should have the right to not go take your team and parade at a white house in front of a president that you don't support. Like just cause I don't have the same level of, of dissatisfaction with that president as you doesn't mean that I should have an issue with your right to be able to do that. I definitely don't want you forced to do it. That's bullshit. But, um, yeah, I would, I would want it to be able to go the other way. And then, um, also just because, you know, why what's this not even that big a deal. Who the fuck cares? Um, I did tell O'Neal, though, I was like, they're not going to care if they go either because their coach is just, she's just a fancy suit wearing uh, Trump supporter. Like, apparently she dug up a tweet and some shit, and that's basically was part of it, too. So she was telling their team, like, oh, you shouldn't go because whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, you know, who the fuck cares? I think it's stupid as fuck, but I'm not about to sit up here and let my head explode behind the whole motherfucker, whether they go or not. I hope they go. And, um, I will say this too. I know that it's got to be hard to be like the Shikari Richardsons, the Angel Reese's, where you're trying to be your authentic self in a space that high key demonizes black women in damn near any form. Um, but I will also say this it ain't nothing wrong with getting the bag. It ain't nothing wrong with getting a bag. Y'all ain't gonna sell out if y'all if y'all chill out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Get a little 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 more rounded on the edges so y'all can get a little bit more of these dollars. You know what I'm saying? It's a. Uh, it's like who you are in real life is your business, and representing for people like you. Sometimes it's going to look like not definitely not selling out because I would never tell nobody to sell out. But I guess what I'm saying is like, I would like, this is what I, okay, this is, this is exactly where I was going with this. I feel like for women like Angel Reese, 
Shakari Richardson, the narrative on them is already aggressive, combative, all these other things, right? I would like to see them find a sweet spot of being able to advocate for themselves unwaveringly without allowing people to bait them in to fighting about something. Because I feel like because people view them that way, they want to see them that way. So they keep pressing them. They keep doing little shit. They cover them away. They talk about them away. And they just act like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is all they are. And I think they do that to try and box them in. And sometimes I feel like not just, I don't feel like only women, like I feel like people do this in various instances, but I feel like this. these are two instances of two women who I feel like have the potential to play it one or two ways and one way could kind of play into what they trying to do to you. And that's just, I would never want to see that happen to anyone really. Um, but, uh, y'all, I think that's all I got for this episode. I got a whole bunch of other shit that I wrote down for later and I will absolutely give that to y'all in later episodes. But for today, your boys gonna take this time to, to relax and, Get ready for next week. Make sure I get y'all episode on time. I got a lot of shit I need to edit on this computer and get together. So, you know, as always, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all fucking with your boy. Um, Tell somebody about the podcast. Leave a five-star review if you haven't already. Tell somebody else to leave a five-star review. Tell somebody else to listen to the podcast. Tell somebody else to listen to the podcast. Tell somebody else to listen to the podcast. Just playing. Not for real. Share this motherfucker. I love y'all. I'm out of here. Peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire. My mind check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself. It's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board. My nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to God, honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they marry him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and